I'm Kerry Brenner and I'm a physicist. So I actually work with the most powerful and the most intense lasers in the world. I uh, focus these laser pulses down to very, very small diameters and then focus them down onto an unsuspecting target, which is normally just a piece of foil, a piece of metal uh, or plastic sometimes. But the action of that super intense laser pulse coming into contact with that tiny target superheats it to a, the fourth state of matter, which is what we call plasma. It's beyond that of a solid liquid and gas. It's what we call a plasma. It's a super, super hot state of matter which is uh, is incredibly interesting to study. Lasers and plasma it all sounds quite sci-fi what's this actually useful for? On earth there aren't many plasmas around um, but actually outside of the earth in the universe in the known or visible universe plasma takes up about 99% of the known or visible universe. All extraordinary occurrences that occur maybe at the centre of the sun or in supernova explosions, they're all in these high, incredibly high temperature plasma states. So to be able to study those here on Earth is is quite an interesting way of studying the fundamentals of the universe and and where we exist. But I'm actually focusing on the more application side of laser plasma physics. I look at the bursts and jets of radiation that come flying off when you kind of smash a high-powered laser into a tiny target. When I say radiation, I mean all flavours of radiation. So we have electromagnetic radiation in the form of gamma rays and X-rays. That's really high-energy electromagnetic radiation. But we also find that there's ionising radiation that comes flying off as well. So that's high-energy particles of electrons and protons and even ions and nuclei. And sometimes we even get jets of energetic neutrons flying off as well. And the kind of beauty of that process is that all of those flavours of radiation are coming off from a bubble of plasma that's no wider than a a human hair. It's a tiny little bubble. And uh, the beauty of this mechanism of using lasers to drive bursts of radiation is that you can actually fine-tune the type of radiation that comes flying off. You can control the energy of the radiation, its direction even, or even the type of radiation that comes off just by changing the laser parameters. So by changing the laser energy or the laser direction, or even just changing the target, changing it from maybe a gold target to a copper one or a plastic one. Or in some cases, the target's not even solid, it's just a puff of gas. But just by doing these fine changes, which are very, very easy to do in the lab, you can have a completely different spectrum of radiation flying off. So this source of radiation is is really compact, ultra-compact, and it's flexible and versatile. And so then using it for applications, that's where the real key is. And those applications are varied. <laughs> in, uh, they have impact in the medical, security, industrial sectors because these bursts of radiation could be used for things like imaging by freeze-framing the motion of, of things that are moving very, very fast. One of the things I've been looking at is seeing if I can image turbine blades rotating at full speed using ultra-short exposure time of these ultra-short pulses of radiation. It's one of the things you could do. So is that like when you look at a dripping tap under a strobe light, you can make it look like the drip's going back up into the tap or you can freeze it in the air? Is it that the same idea? Exactly. So that's exactly what we're trying to do, but on the kind of really extreme level with pulsed radiation sources, exactly what you can do, yeah. So you mentioned medical applications. What kind of things could we be using lasers for in a medical situation in the future? The medical is twofold. On the one side, it's, it's to do with diagnosis, so to do with kind of imaging parts of the body 
uh, that would be really interesting is to image very small growths in the body. So in that case, it would be the, the very early stages of tumour growth. Being able to see those in the background of body tissue, it's very hard to do with standard X-ray absorption imaging techniques. There's a kind of an advanced technique which is called phase contrast imaging, and it relies on the fact that if you have a really spatially coherent X-ray source, the way it refracts at the edges of different uh, medium so say like the, the, the medium of, of the cancer tumour will be, be slightly different to the healthy tissue around it. And the action of that coherent source travelling through causes the beams to overlap and, and so on. And where they overlap at the edges of that tumour, you get a really high contrast image. And so using this technique in the first instance, I know that people are looking at trying to image the early stages of cancer growth in breast tissue, for example. And that idea could be extrapolated to, to imaging in other parts of the body if we can get this mechanism under control and understand it fully. So would that be a kind of preventative measure that people will be scanned and you'd be able to pick up cancer much earlier or would it be for people you already knew had cancer and you wanted to see how it was growing? I guess both. I think that's when we have to hand it over to the radiobiologists and and, uh, the medics. But I think the immediate thought is that being a screening people in the early stages to pick up the calcifications, it's kind of early cancer growth, picking them up early because then they can be treated very easily. And that leads me on to the other application of, of radiation sources, and that's in the treatment. So one of the things that you can do with radiation sources, either X-ray radiation or even proton radiation, so positive particles, can be used to destroy cancers growing underneath the skin. Proton beams actually deposit their energy in a very, very different way to X-rays. They deposit their energy locally to wherever they're stopped beneath the skin, which can be controlled by their initial energy. So in the case of using protons as opposed to X-rays, you're able to deposit a lot of energy, destructive energy to the cancer, and actually stop the healthy tissue around the cancer being exposed to radiation, which is much more ideal compared to X-rays where they can penetrate through to the cancer itself, but unfortunately you do get a bit of X-ray irradiation to the healthy tissue around the surrounding area, which is, is less than ideal. One of the limitations to using that technique, it's called proton beam therapy or ion oncology, is the fact that the machines that you need to deliver these high energy proton beams are huge and they're very expensive. The upfront cost is on the order of 50 to 100 million pounds. They're they're not cheap machines to build and and they're certainly not small to insert on the site of a hospital. So this application is crying out for a source that is compact and versatile and flexible and if you remember that's what I was saying that laser plasma radiation sources are very good at being. When you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.